I'm going to tell you a few stories. All you have to do is listen. Hello and welcome to another movie podcast. Welcome back, everyone. My name is Oscar, and with me, as always, is Ralph. Right. No Luke. Probably ever. I don't know. I'm guessing. No. Um, Actually, we probably should get more of him soon, I would say. I don't know about that. Um, anyway, this is episode uh, number 148 of the Another Movie Podcast. And uh, if this, uh, you know, we've been on hiatus. We took like two months break after we finished off uh, 2021 with our discussion of our top 10 movies and then TV shows and discoveries. Um, but now that this very week, when you're hearing this on Friday, the Friday right before uh, the Oscar, uh, the Academy Awards ceremony um, is out. And we usually have that as a good measuring point to start up again for the new year. So that's what we're doing here today. We're just going to do a catch up show. So we're going to spend half the show roughly, I'm not saying exactly half, but we'll spend um, a segment of the show talking about uh, recent discoveries, you know, movies we've been watching that had we, you know, not taken a hiatus or had we not done the top 10 shows and did regular shows, these are some of the movies we might have chosen to review, you know, we might still talk more in depth about it later on if it comes up in some fashion. Um, nothing's off the table necessarily, but these are movies that we just, um, uh, that we saw recently. Uh, so we're going to do that, but it's extended. It's extended version of that because it's been three months worth of movies ideally. So, um, I'm just going to give it its due, so to speak. Since there is no review, we're just going to give an extended recent discoveries. And then our second segment will be uh, us uh, making fun of, snubbing, and being excited for as well for some of the, uh, all of these uh, Oscar nominations going on here. So we're going to go through the list of uh, not all of them, but most of them and give our opinions on those as, uh, as the date approaches very, very soon in four days, five days. Yeah, or two days from when you're hearing it. So, uh, without further ado, we're going to start off with some recent discoveries. Ralph, you and I have seen uh, some of these together, or I mean, have seen them. You know, uh, both both of us have seen some of these movies. Not exactly always together. And um, sure. so, you're going to start us off because I, you know, we all, we all know that you watch less than I do, but uh, but I think you're a good starting point. So, go ahead. All right. So my first movie that I saw <laughs> recently uh, was Luca. It's an Academy Award nominated Luca. Mm, um, yeah. I technically I saw this movie, but I saw it in with the weirdest order ever because my son's seen it like thirty six times. Um, but I finally saw it in one shot, and um, uh, which is what it's supposed to be done. And yes. I thought it was a really nice uh, children's movie. It's a really cool Disney Pixar or whatever Disney movie. Um, I thought it was, uh, it was, I almost, I don't know. I, I want to see if they're bold enough just to do it in full Italian, but that would have been cool, you know, with subtitles, but I get it because, you know, for the kids sake. Um, but besides that, uh, I enjoyed it. It was a fun movie to watch. Uh, cool story you say also. that as you took your child today, no less yeah, to a, in a, a Japanese animated film right, where it's all subtitles. The, right. But he had an issue with it. You know, so that's why I say it. You know, no, issue keeping up with it. Well, the doy. I had an issue sometimes keeping up with it. Right. <laughs> so that's besides the point. Um, so that's Luca. Luca yeah. was a, a fun movie overall. Um, the next movie, stick it to animated. Um, and I guess I put this in the order of, of when they came out. <laughs> um, is uh, Flea. Um, 
Yes. Lee is another animated, somewhat mostly, uh, documentary um, yeah. that's also nominated. Uh, it's a tells the extraordinary true story of uh, man Amin or Amin on the verge of marriage, which compels him to reveal his past, his hidden past, for the first time. Uh, it's an interesting story, um, and it's a story that's easily overlooked. Um, at the same time, it feels like a lot of things that you've heard before, a lot of things that you haven't, but getting it from the perspective of how he's how he's giving it to you, um, and literally the first time being said, and kind of just like why and where, you know, how how the, how um, Amin was or what he has to do and all these things. Yeah. Um, makes like in, it as just, in Denmark. Like, it's and it's as unique know. as watching any other World War II movie. And like, why am I watching another World War II movie? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, and this, everything has its own unique perspective, right? Very much so. Yeah, except that, you know, a lot of it has to do with uh, what it's like being gay in the Middle East during the growing up in the 80s, 90s, right? Correct, yes, yes, yes. yes. Um, that is primarily. Uh, yeah, I I can't say that I, I can't say much about it. I've only seen half of it. Um, <laughs> it's not anyone's fault. I just fell asleep. But I'm going to go back and finish it before. I had that same issue when I first started watching it. But yeah. um, I, I was exhausted. And then I was like, oh, shit, I have to read. I was like, oh, that's awesome. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah. But besides that, um, I did enjoy it. Uh, really, really uh, uh, interesting story. And uh, it's called The Hardships. The uh, Eagles. Um, For sure. So that's a flea. The next one I saw uh, sticking to Academy Award, but not, um, what's it called, uh, animated anymore, is uh, Drive My Car. I think it's your number one, which I was going to watch anyway. Um, yes, it uh, is my number, number one. one of last year. Mm-hmm. So. Um, I was going to watch it anyway because it was your number one, so there's no reason why I shouldn't have watched it. This is a Japanese movie. Um, renowned stage actor and director learns to cope with his wife's unexpected passing when he receives an offer to direct the production of Uncle Vanya in Hiroshima. Um, mm-hmm. This is a very interesting movie. Um, it's a three-hour movie that took me four and a half to watch because I had to pause it 36,000 times because everyone likes to bother me at my house. <laughs> um, it was so annoying. You don't even know. Like, I was thirty minutes in, and I was like, "Okay, like, I'm pausing this movie." Like, twenty minutes past, I'm like, "I'm literally pausing as long as I've been watching this movie. This is stupid." And I was like, "It's a three-hour epic. Get away from me! Like, stop talking to me!" <laughs> like, I almost put my headphones on and just watched it that way. Yeah, on the big screen, which I've done before, but just anyways. Um, I actually like the story a lot. Um, and uh, it was uh interesting to see, and I was very curious as to where the movie was gonna go. And then, kind of, the movie doesn't start really until like the first thirty minutes, anyway. Yeah, no, so, yeah, it's it's so weird because like you don't get anything until the first thirty minutes, uh, which is, I mean, uh, intro wise of uh, like once the wife dies, that's when the movie starts. So. Right. Well, that's when you get the credits. That's when you get the yep, start yep. of the of the movie, and it's interesting. Um, interesting choice of the car too, because it looks ugly but cool at the same time. Like the, it's so weird. It's it feels retro, but it doesn't at the same time. It's so weird. It's um, uh, the, the car they picked. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, uh, like. Yeah. Um, well, I like cars. That's besides the point. Um, and uh, I really did dig the whole production and then the cast that he picks. And then just um, overall, obviously, the meta acting that you're doing, because you're acting in a movie that's acting in a play. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> it's like so trippy to see that. Um, but uh, acting is uh, off the chain in this, in this movie. Um, I would highly recommend this. It's a great story overall. And it's a. Uh, more like uh, just kind of learning how to cope and deal and uh, move on and stuff like that, you know? Um, craziness, craziness, craziness. Um, but besides that, uh, interesting place also, because it's like Japan, but it's not, it feels like 
you know it's Japanese, talking Japanese, but like it doesn't feel like it's just your typical Japanese story because I feel like it's everything's either based in Tokyo or somewhere else. You know, like it's famous. Yeah, yeah. And and it just feels so like I don't know. It feels so like normal to be in Japan. A really weird way. It's like it feels, uh, it's like uh, Japan's Middle America. Um, yeah, it, it really can, is. Like, yeah, it, it can really transfer a lot to. Yeah, I, I and it translated a hundred percent to me. Um, because I, I just feel like I was like, oh, nothing, not filmed in Tokyo, <laughs> you know, in a weird way. Um, yeah. it was good. It was a good movie. That's uh, how much the world feels when there is a movie that isn't made in New York. You know? I, I, I bet it is. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that's how I drive my car. Um, listen, more Oscars little take. Um, as to why the best movies of the year. Yeah. Um, sure. my next movie is Turning Red, going back to uh, animated. Um, I saw Turning Red, which is oh, uh, that's what it was. I knew it something familiar. It's on Disney Plus. That's right. Correct. It's yeah, a new Pixar. Plus. I want to see a it. Pixar movie. Yeah, this is um, a thirteen-year-old girl named Maylene, uh turns into a giant red panda whenever she gets too excited. Uh, it's written and directed <laughs> by uh, Dami Shi. Um, that one. Yeah, yeah, it's well, she's thirteen. So, you know. anyways, um, not, it yeah. feels so. Uh, there's like a little controversy thing. She gets excited, you know. Um, it's like her. It's yeah, a, I just made that joke. I haven't even seen the movie. <laughs> it's a, it's a right, exactly. It's a curse, in like uh, a curse or whatever in her family bloodline, right? So, mm-hmm. um, and it's uh, or a curse or a gift, whatever you want to call it, whatever, however you want to see it, right? Or gift, and, yeah, like or that. gift, yeah, of course. And she, how she deals with it, of course, and it's mm-hmm. um, it's kind of talking about just like going into womanhood almost, right, in a weird way, um, and it's actually a really cool way to put it. I thought it was actually really really cool. Uh, it deals with uh, it deals with a lot of things, just family. Um, it deals with uh, you know ter- getting into womanhood or starting to get into womanhood, right? Of uh, that nature, adolescence and shit. Getting yeah. into uh, what's it called? Uh, Is it mother daughtery or uh, yeah, very, very guessing, much not based, very, guessing, no, 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 favorite. no, very, very much mother daughtery. And at the same time, it's just like finding your own place in a weird way. Mm-hmm. Um, in that in that dynamic, so it's a really cool movie. Um, I highly enjoyed it. I highly recommend it as well. Um, it looks fantastic, and it's um, it's really easy just to watch. Well, you know, it's Pixar, so like they're all easy to watch. But even though it's a interesting subject, it's really still like it's still fun to watch. It's still a fun movie. Like my kid loves it. No, but he's and he's also like gets embarrassed for her in some in some ways. You can tell like he's getting like, oh no, like I don't want her to go through that. You know? Yeah. Kind of like, yeah, that um, makes sense. So, interesting movie. Interesting. Um, I definitely, I'm definitely gonna see this one. I just yeah, um, you should. It's I forgot it was there. Like I, I, I sometimes I just go months without watching Disney Plus. You know, I just forgot. I go there. months without watching Hulu a lot of times. So right. Um, right. Yeah, uh, my next movie um, is uh, another animated movie. Stick to animated. It's okay. called uh, Bell. Uh, this is a uh, what's it called animated from Japan and Jap- uh, Japanese animated movie. Um, it's a written and directed by uh, Mamoru Hosoda, which I say is the same guy who did those other movies. Uh, yeah, The Girl Who Left Through Time, Summer Wars, uh, Mirai. So if you I love those movies. Words, this is new, yeah. right? Must be new. Yeah, this is new. We saw, I saw it earlier in the year. It came out like technically last year in Japan, but this year in like January or February um, over it. here. Where is it um, available? I don't know. I saw it in theaters. <laughs> oh, gotcha. <laughs> My first theater movie this year. Uh, that I saw. It's uh, it's interesting. So um, I'll read the quick description because I think you'll like it. Um, it's a uh, Suzu is a shy high school student, shocker, uh, living in a rural village. 
For years, she has only been a shadow of herself, but when she enters the U, a massive virtual world, she escapes into her online persona as Belle, a globally beloved singer, um, which is huh. really, really cool in that aspect alone. And it's about her obviously finding herself and stuff like that, um, finding herself in the world and dealing with an issue in the real world and in the virtual world um, and having to uh, I'll put her kind of her whole person out there. And as a person who she is, what she struggled through. Um, really cool movie. Um, great music. Uh, yeah, which is kind of cool. Uh, which is really cool because it's obviously talking about a singer. Um, and yeah. uh, I really dug it a lot. Um, I know it's a lot of uh, uh, going into the virtual world. You know, like, uh, what, mm-hmm. what is that? In, um, some of them some no, 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 but you know, like Ready Player One has that, you know, into the, the Oasis. Right. Uh, you have the, all those animes, the East Kai animes that you're into your the other world or virtual worlds and stuff like that. So yeah. into that kind of thing, but it works out. I think it works out really well. Um, so that's Pal that came out um, yeah. last year, but this year for us. You know, people who listen to the show uh, for, for a long time with us um, have know by now that Makoto Shinkai is like, uh, a very big time animator, um, best uh, animator for Luke, for, you know, who does, who's oh, part time yeah. host of the show. This guy, along with Satoshi Kon, are my number one animators. You know, like I oh, love wow. the, their movie, so I'm definitely going to see this movie. Yeah, you should definitely see it. You'll, you'll have a good time. You'll have a good time. Yeah. Um, very Beauty of the Beast, by the way. So there we go. Um, <laughs> oh, <makes> sense. <laughs> I will, uh, my next movie that I saw, I'm getting away from. Um, anime for a little bit, or animated movies. Yep. As uh, Uncharted. I saw the Uncharted, but sticking to video games. Yep, I, um, did, I did too. Yeah, yeah Uncharted, uh, this is uh, the, the famous PlayStation exclusive game um, that well, actually used to be PlayStation. So from, anyways, Sony-based game, because I think it's on PC now. Um, uh, Uncharted played by Tom Holland, um, which I kind of knew he could fit the role, but I wasn't sure if he was going to fit the role. Um, I'm going to go with right away. It's a video game movie, so video game movies can kind of get a hard <sighs> hard viewing because they're not really... Uh, no movie has ever been amazing, you know, um, video game-wise that came out because it did it better in the video game. Like, what do you want me to say? Like, I mean, it's just so hard to make an adaptation for a movie for... I don't know. You're asking for a lot. Um, that being said, um, this movie did... I thought it was did a pretty decent job. It beat my expectations of what I thought it was going to be. Don't get me wrong, my expectations were not in the trash, but they were hovering over the trash for sure um, <laughs> of what it could be. So I it did better. Um, I thought it had, a, I thought it was, uh, there's there's flourishes of what his wit could be, um, of, uh, of how, how witty he will be in future movies, because we probably will get future movies, mm-hmm. and how, how Nathan Drake is in the movie, in the games, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's a uh, there's overall just like a lot of video game logic in the movie that's just like, okay, that wouldn't have happened anywhere. Um, in like a real life thing, that's where I, I feel like the movie, if it did a better job of like kind of telling us we're in a video game, I, it's so weird. Like, you have to take that right away. It's like watching uh, Street Fighter, knowing that it comes from video games, you just have to take everything with like nothing is real technically. So, like, just as long as you don't take any of it real, you'll be fine. But it's set in real world, so it's like super weird, especially this type of movie. Uncharted is it's like you're talking about it's like Indiana Jones. You're doing Indiana Jones like stuff. Um, I just feel like um, some of the things it does uh, like other things that it just doesn't feel as believable as it should. Like I said, you take it as a whole package that it still works out. 
um, I feel like you're always searching that type of movie, which is what it's going for, in my opinion, the Indiana Jones style. Um, even though Indiana Jones, I think, felt like it had a lot of the, uh, you know, like the, the heart taking out and all that other stuff, um, the, the covenants, right, the, the Lost Ark, all that, all that extra stuff that it had, also, like it still worked in the movie, even though it was very feels kind of very video game, right? You know, or fantasy like. Um, and I think Uncharted just in the aspects that where it was, it failed in a little bit of those things. But overall, it was a fun movie still. Um, I would say um, lesser for me. I, I, my expectations were low also, um, based on the trailer and, like you said, the the fact that a uh, video game adapted stuff has never been good or rarely. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I would say that uh, while I enjoyed some of the action set pieces, including the the opening, which is reminiscent of the game as well. Um, and it has like two or three big ass stuff in there that doesn't make any sense really, but uh, for uh, a set piece, it's pretty cool. I thought it was fun, but um, they you're right though, they they try to include a lot of uh, they try to the stuff that they try to make more realistic failed, and right. when That's they right. leaned when they leaned more video gamey, it was overblown probably because it was compared to the scenes that where they try to make it too realistic. Yeah, um, I think they fall apart a lot in there, and I don't think um, I don't think Mark Wahlberg is a good Sully whatsoever, and I don't think that the movie um, really understood how to build a relationship because there was so much lying and betrayal that I can't even see them having a future. Yeah, the movie forced it in there because in the in the games that's they're, how they're partners and all that, but like they are really forcing it. Like, yeah, like if it wasn't written, no way will this version of Nathan Drake ever accept Sully as a partner. Yeah, no, um, yeah, yeah. no way. I would never. I hated him in the movie. Like, why would you like stop lying to him? What's wrong with you? Um, or whatever they're doing. And that has one of the worst cameos, uh, you know, hot, you know, you know what the cameo I'm talking about. Yeah, um, one of the worst ones ever. Things don't really make sense when they, but you know, whatever. I don't know, man. It feels like um, it isn't just like gravity doesn't make sense. It's just like, you know, they get this thing, one painstaking detail right to get the next three wrong. I, I don't get it. Um, yeah. I, and, and as far as the Indiana Jones comparison, it seems like they are trying to do the next of that. I mean, and I feel I think, like they can. That's the crazy part is because that's what Uncharted is. Uncharted is that. Yeah, for sure. But just, but just lean on, lean on the whole, it, it's a video game. Lean on the whole thing it I is. I feel like it's, what it was missing is a sense of wonder that I think Indiana Jones always had. Yeah. I think, uh, and this movie does not. I, I think the movie, if it did a good job of making everything else feel right, human and everything else, and then leaning on the, okay, well you, this is magical or this is whatever, that's the video game part. It is what it is. You have to do that. But mm-hmm. After that, just lean on, like, okay, it's real life, so things he could die. You know, it's just a good thing that it didn't happen to him in this case, or however he managed to get out of it. Just don't make it super unbelievable. That's where I think it also just doesn't work. But I, I still had fun with the movie, because, I, like I said, my expectations were kind of, like, already there, you know, already on the right. Not that there, good. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. For as much as fun as much fun as I had, I also had non-fun, but there was also fun. Um, and as side pieces, like an, an opinion of mine more than it is about. I mean, I think it's a bad thing about the movie, but it's more of an opinion uh, about the making of it. Is that um, I kind of wish they didn't have to. Why can't why why couldn't it be PG thirteen? I feel like this movie should have been PG thirteen, and and for all I know, it was, but I don't think it was because um, it was. 
if that was PG thirteen, I've seen real. Come on, that's not PG thirteen. Supposed to be a little harder than that. I know. This movie pulls back so many punches on when it like if you're gonna cut someone's uh, throat open, like which happens in this movie, maybe don't show up uh, an upfront, up close shot or a medium shot of it. Um, at least try to, to if you don't want to show blood because for some reason blood scares people. Um, do it in a way where you don't have to ever see the body. Right. How about that how about that? You can you can intimate so much without showing a front shot of the cut, <sighs> and then nothing comes out. And there's a lot of that in this movie. There is. Um, yeah, I agree. And it was so annoying. Based on that, that was just like a PG movie. But you're saying it's PG-13 and this that's is what it, it is? Like, that's what it says on IMDb. That's bullshit. Yeah. Shitty PG-13. Yeah. Um, anyway, that was really disappointing. Um, but yeah, that's Uncharted. Okay. Cool. Um, my next movie, still a PG-13 movie, which I think they should have made a rated R movie, is uh, oh, The Batman. Fuck yes. Um, I, I just feel like, why can't we get a rated R movie, Batman? I don't, I don't, I don't understand. I don't understand. I don't understand. I, th- did not see Watchmen? That was a perfectly successful radar or Deadpool? Like, I just think, I just think they, they really hold themselves down by say, by telling themselves, no, we can't do it because it's Batman. Like, but why Batman? We want it's everybody DC, watch DC it. DC is supposed to be I the hard-hitting... That's what I Come say. Come on, man. I, get, I agree 100% with you. Yeah. Um, they're the only ones doing the same experimental shit. That's the, those are the only ones. Well, they Marvel have. Ain't, Marvel ain't doing my, anything. In my opinion, I think you have to distinguish yourself somehow and you got to do something different, right? This is where you do things different. Right. You show that you guys are more grittier. You yeah. show that you guys are more, you know, whatever. I don't know. Right. But that's, just, that's besides the point. Um, the Batman. Um, I had almost no expectations for this movie as well because um, I really didn't see anything about it. It actually kind of snuck up on me. It was like, oh, hey, just are we going to go watch the Batman? Literally, that's what I got a group text. And I was like, when's it out? Like this Friday. I was like, oh, okay. Oh, yeah, I remember seeing the chat. Then, yeah. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> got it. I didn't know. You know, I was like, it's out already. I, was like, I, thought, I thought it was like in March. Dude, we're in March already. I was like, oh. oh. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay, sure. Whatever, whatever you guys say. Let's go watch it, I guess. Um, that being said, uh, I I did like it, uh, besides the fact that the movie is extremely dark. The poster lies to you. There's more color in the poster than there is in the whole movie. Um, uh, yeah, that's true. Um, <laughs> besides that, uh, I did dig um, our Riddler, um, which uh, I'll read the description with the Riddler and a uh, sadistic serial killer. He's murdering key political figures in Gotham. Batman is forced to investigate the city's hidden corruption and question his family's involvement. Um, I've been ca- I've been describing this movie to people as uh, the Dark Knight. Uh, this is the like I feel we're gonna get a trilogy because you know that's what people like to do, um, and uh, or at least a sequel for sure. And I feel like this is this is the Dark Knight to of Christopher Nolan's movies, and then the next movie we're gonna get is Batman Begins because um, we're getting a lot of Batman stuff, right? And almost next to nothing when it comes to Bruce Wayne. Um, oh yeah, no. Bruce Wayne was not is not in this movie. He makes a cameo actually, yeah, appearance in the movie, yeah, right? Exactly. And uh, and I feel like that's what we're getting. Um, it's just in, just in that aspect. But besides that, um, I did dig like the beginning. I actually dug it a lot, like how he comes into and like how he's talking, how he's narrating, and you know, how he's vengeance and all this shit. Right? I'm just like fucking Rorschach with the fucking. Well, he does talk like Rorschach, which is probably why I liked it. But. At the same time, he it's just like how he's coming up to even like when he goes to that one room when he's investigating that the murder of the big of the big uh, the mayor, right? Um, mm. Spoiler. Uh, he, uh, you know, like that scene is like I, that's a really cool scene for me. How him just seeing what 
you get to see how he works in comparison to how everybody else works, right? Um, what what makes him stand out, right? And things like besides the cost um, and uh, things of that nature. I like that a lot because he's supposed to be a detective, right? Because that's the obvious bad costume. Yeah. <laughs> Obviously, bad costume, right? Um, I I dig it a lot, and I dig yeah. I dug a lot of the other side characters as well. I I actually liked uh, Zoe Kravitz and the S Catwoman um, worked out. Uh, yeah, the closest competition to Michelle Pfeiffer. I mean, which I which I overhyped because yeah. in my burgeoning manhood, being that young, yeah. and she was just there. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, no, I agree. I, I was like, I can, I, I can that's feel like this. A, Am I like, I can feel this? That's yeah. like a fetish unlock, almost, right? Like, no, it is a fetish unlock. Yeah, the little <laughs> screen thing came up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and then I, I dug Jeffrey Wright a lot as uh, James Gordon. Um, no, actually, they're great. Great Alfred, too. Uh, this guy, Smeagol, you know, a pretty great Alfred, actually. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Andy Serkis. Mm-hmm. Andy Serkis, yeah. Yeah. Um, so I, I thought uh, overall, like, the cast, there's other people in the movie, which I'm just not spoil anything, but it's a, it's a really good movie. A really good uh, casting, sorry to say. Um, and I overall had, I liked where the movie was going, and I just felt like the movie was would have been more impactful had it been rated R. You get to do other things. It was just yeah, just right. about I would say about like twenty to thirty minutes a little. I think this movie whole I mean a whole letter grade of a, of a rating is held back because of its yeah non committal to uh-huh. what it's trying to do. Because like, the subject matter commit, is darker like the, in every way possible. The movie this wants is detective to Batman. So much. This is yeah, street level Batman. Um, obviously, they still involve the death of Gotham City, which I hate, and I hope that. At some point, we figure out that not everything has to be the death about them. It could just be a bus full of kids or whatever, you know. <laughs> You're getting smaller, guys. Anyway. Right. Um, but the, the idea of him chasing down a serial killer, you know, like, it's it, yeah. it's like Seven. It felt, the movie felt like Seven. Like, I know, Batman. And, the, right, and I yeah. thought that was such a great idea. But guess what? Seven and, like, all those other movies that are badass are rated off for a reason. <laughs> I, I'm telling you, I... I hundred uh, percent agree with you. I remember yeah. you said that, and I was—I didn't want to say it. use your words because you were going to say it. Yeah. But uh, we had said that also when we finished talking, when we finished watching the movie, or the next time we met, and you were like, "I felt like seven. I was like, "God damn, that's such a good, that's such a good comparison because it does feel like that—that that shitty city to live in, yeah, um, crime-ridden. You know, yep. just like there's no hope in sight. You just mm-hmm. want something good, and this is the only shining light. And he's not even a light; he's a fucking the darkness." You know, like it's just Chinese like, black light, right? It's, it's like, and it, and, it's, yeah. and you know, like he's like the little hope. And I, I think the movie does a great job setting up. I really do. The movie, mm-hmm. the yeah. first thirty minutes are fantastic. Yeah, um, and, I, and, and Matt Reeves, who did the, who did the those eight movies, which I really like, and I think he did Cloverfield. He is, uh, I love his in your faceness. I love the, you know, he has uh, some of that steady cam shit going on that really works when it comes to that Batmobile, which I love the Batmobile. It's just so insane. It's just like yeah. homegrown Batmobile. Yeah. Like, I loved it. Yeah. Just loved it. Yeah, um, I yeah. I know. I, there's, a, there's a lot to love in this movie, for sure. Yeah. Um, even even Pattinson, I think... Um, yeah. He, he played a good Batman. Um, yeah, and like you I said, can, he made you a can also see based on his other roles, like you can see, like, based on, like, just, like, Tenet, for example, or others, that yeah. he is... He has a charm. So you know that when he develops his Bruce Wayne, it's going to come out that, and it's going to be awesome to watch. Yeah, as well because he can do yeah. both. He's not just right. serious, you know. No, um, I agree. Yeah. Anyway, uh, that's the Batman. Uh, you got uh, two more, which I've also I have, seen. Yeah, I have two more. Right, correct. Uh, the next one I have is um, uh, the Adam Project, which yeah. uh, came as a uh, Netflix exclusive or Netflix original, whatever the hell you call it. I forget the name. Anyways, um, this is a uh, movie starring that Reynolds guy. Oh yeah. Deadpool, yeah, and uh, Mark Ruffalo. 
Um, after after accidentally crash landing in 2022, time trailer pilot, Jesus Christ, Adam Reed teams up with his 12-year-old self for a mission to save the future. I thought it was okay. Um, yeah, I, I thought uh, it was okay, too. Yeah, Right, I thought it was okay. I thought it was... Um, I, I dig the premise a lot. Um, I dig a lot of other things as well, like the going on with uh, the technology and a bunch of other stuff like that and what's going to happen. The dialogue was okay from time to time, um, but it's just one of those movies that I'm just going to forget. And eventually someone's going to remind me one day and I'm going to be like, oh yeah, that movie. Um, very much. It does seem like one of those movies. Like at the end of the year, I'm like, oh, right, this movie. Um, <laughs> I hate to say it, but yeah. The third act really falls apart fat, like really badly in my opinion. It makes no fucking sense whatsoever. Thank you, um, I agree, yeah. Really falls apart, like like from, and, the, and uh, yeah, yeah, really, I'm not going to talk about it. But um, the middle, it's a good middle. I really like the middle. Yeah, and a pretty okay opening. And I just thought that, you know, dialogue obviously has mm-hmm. Reynolds dialogue, so it, it, he never left. I, I, by the way, I wanted never to punch that kid in the face. I wanted to punch that kid in the face. Okay. The yeah, you know, a lot of people are saying that. I didn't find him that annoying, honestly. But No, uh, at the beginning I did. Because he's just, you know, fucking prick. Um, <laughs> but, uh, just, but Yeah, <laughs> no. Um, <laughs> had I not known coming into this movie, which I did know, that it was a time yeah. travel thing, I knew that I, I had a feeling that we were going to skip time uh-huh. or that there was time travel involved because if clearly no, it, like this feels like this is going to be the Reynolds guy uh, older, you know, when it gets older. Yeah, no, 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 100%. I, I knew that also, but I was just yeah. waiting for it when to happen. But I was like, man, this guy's I really mean, going into that fucking mob. Though. Did he, what? Ryan Reynolds, right? That's his name, Ryan? <laughs> Ryan Reynolds. Yeah. Okay. Did he just follow Ryan Reynolds around for a day, just copied everything he said? Because this sounds, I, I mean, that sounds like it's out. Yeah, I probably, that or he read the script to Deadpool just. Over and over again. Yeah, over and over. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it was just, yeah, it was okay. A lot of problems, yeah. but it was just okay. Still yeah, funny. exactly. I, 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 think, uh, I think Netflix likes these, likes these movies. Likes making these movies. Hmm. Uh, we're going to bring a big actor. We're going to bring a this, this, and that. We're going to make a movie. Um, everyone's going to love it that week or two. And boom, it's gone. And yeah. uh, we, we made enough money or whatever the hell of the case is. So keep making these type of movies. All right, whatever. Um, that being said, the next yep. movie I saw, or yep. technically we saw, it's uh, just today too. Yep, is uh, the Jujutsu Kaisen Zero the movie? Uh, so it's a prequel to the show Jujutsu Kaisen. If you haven't seen it, this is an animated movie. Uh, if you can tell, I obviously only watch animated movies nowadays. Um, uh, and you have uh, one, two, three, four, five of them. Five, I, I have five on this That's list. Crazy. That's crazy. Um, that being said, it's uh, I'll read the description because a lot of people are like you just said Jujutsu Kaisen a bunch of times and I have no clue what you're talking about um, for the movie the description uh, Utah Okasu a high schooler who gains control of an extremely powerful cursed spirit and gets enrolled into the Tokyo Prefectural Jujutsu High School by Jujutsu Sorceress to help him to control his power and keep an eye on him um, yeah that's a weird description but it is weird yeah yeah it's uh, essentially anime uh, descriptions are really also they're always weird they're and, always or bad yeah. Yeah. essentially he's got a a curse or whatever, and he's trying to, to learn how to control it. And, uh, right. and this world, bad feelings almost always develop into curses yeah. at some point. Exactly. Um, and this and this this movie says like, oh, they're real. They're like extra right. forms that you can't see unless you know how. Exactly. And And that's the world. And right. This, and that's and the world. learning. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So uh, I I overall thought the movie was good. Um, it sets up a, or it kind of tells you about uh, characters of where we are in certain things in the, in the movie mm-hmm. or in the in the. Sh- Show what it's going to set up to mm-hmm. um, introduces some things, gives you some fan service about like not fan service, like you know, 
cool shots, but I'm just saying like, fights that you would want to see with certain act, certain characters that you probably haven't seen in the show, or you have and you just want more of. Um, but sure. overall, I thought it was that was good. I mean, I've seen better. I've seen better of these movies, and I know they're connecting to the show, which is going to be better overall. Um, which is a new trend, as we were talking about it when we left the theater. Um, these all these movies are now like where animated movies from shows are coming to connect to like the next season or connects to the overall story of the actual show. Um, not just uh, oh hey, here's a new weapon, here's a new thing I have, and we're going to highlight that in a movie just to show you the cool abilities that he can potentially do in the upcoming season, but it has nothing to do with anything. There's not canon. No one's going to talk about it ever. It doesn't exist. Which is a great way for me to watch it, because it was my first exposure to Jujutsu Kaisen. Right, exactly. Um, I haven't seen the show. I will watch it now. I like this world. I like how it's it's like a horror world. I like that. It is. My son loved it. It's part of the reason why I went into Demon Slayer, for example, (laughs) is like, um, which I would say this one seems a little more hardcore, which is even better. Um... Which makes me want to go back and watch Kai, uh, Gantz or Claymore again, which are also harder than these. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, I just love that stuff. And, those are really uh, good. Those are really good. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, so I wanna. So yeah, it kind of that gets in the same category as those. So uh, I definitely want to watch the show. So cool. Cool. I guess that it did its job. I mean, I only invited you because it is a prequel. So I was like, eh, you shouldn't get anything ruined, really. Yeah, so, that's just uh, the first thing I asked. Like, hey, well, because it's in my list of watch animes to watch in general. Because I, I'm way behind on everything. So, like, um, <laughs> but I'm slowly but surely catching up. And uh, this is one of those, and it may just jump to the list because I just saw one of the movies. So, um, yeah, so I'm gonna watch it. I can't wait. Uh, yeah, this is a good setup without feeling like a setup because it also feels like an established world, which it is, but it's a prequel. So somehow right. it did both. And maybe, maybe <laughs> having a lifetime of watching anime just gets me more used to it. I don't know for sure. If I bring in someone really off the street on this, if they would be more lost, I wasn't lost. I'm saying, would they feel? I have no idea uh, if they sure. would feel lost, but I uh, won't be surprised if they did. I just don't see it how though, because I think the movie does really good at like not staying too long on on the on the on, the, on these details. It just moves on character, scene, progression as a cause and effect, character. Yes. You know, it's 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 good. It streamlines too. So yeah, you you yeah. know uh, the movie did a good job or overall because my son was watching it. And I was like, mm-hmm. you have to go to the bathroom? And he was like, yeah, but I want to watch this first. And then it was like literally the last three minutes of the movie. He was like, I'm just going to watch the whole thing. And then he forgot he had to go to the bathroom altogether. <laughs> nice. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. So I'm like, good, good job. Yeah. Um, yeah, he likes the creepy stuff in a weird way. I don't know why. Because, I mean, I don't really look for it. And my wife definitely doesn't like it. You probably so. got it from me then. I has to be. I don't know. Because so. I got it from someone. Man. I don't know. <laughs> it's got to be someone we're related to. Yeah. Right. Um, yeah. yeah. So those are my it. movies. That I've seen, um, I thought I did an okay job. I've seen a lot of TV, so. right? Yeah, right. Uh, me too. A lot of TV. Thank God I wouldn't have to do that too because it would be long it as be fuck. Real, it would be real. Yeah, no, I watch a lot of TV. Anyway, um, as far as for me, obviously, there's like four or five that I've seen as well that I went through already. Uh, others that I've seen, um, not as good, but uh, I would say different levels of good, depending, but not with this one. I'm gonna start off with talking about Resident Evil Raccoon City, which I know you've seen too, Ralph. Yeah, so um, yeah, but I saw it, like you saw it like in January when it came out. I saw it when it was available to rent and buy. So a little more recently. And uh, Resident Evil Raccoon City, you know, I'm a Resident Evil whore from day one, from PlayStation 1, whenever the first one came out. Yep. And I've never not at least played some of, I've never finished all their games because some of them are really bad. No mm-hmm. joke. 
And the movies, though, they made so many movies, animated movies. They had a show last year that was uh, straight from Japan, I believe. It, it looked Japanesely made. Uh, it looked like that style was from there. And um, there's something like the Mila Jovovich Resident Evils, which are like 10 of them. And then there's other ones that are not to do with her. You know, there's so many. Yeah, there is. And this is one that has nothing to do with her. It is not Japanese. It is uh, very much American, but almost like an Indian in the American version of, of Resident Evil. It's a very strange film. I don't know how they made this movie. It's clearly a setup for another one. And if you played any two of these games, you know the whole story already. That said, is that um, I enjoyed how bad this movie is. It's like a good <laughs> B movie. It is a bad movie. I would yeah, not have defended. It was, no, it's um, hard. <laughs> the archetypes of the Jill and the Chris Redfield and the Claire Redfield, or mainly Claire and Leon Kennedy. Uh, the main two there. Um, yes, they butcher so many things. That, I mean, Chris is such a like uh, I don't want to say pussy, but he's not a he's not himself. Let's just say from the yeah. from the games, um, not as so confident. Leon's not himself. Are you kidding? I mean, they really they also really lower down Wesker and his abilities in general. But whatever. Um, yeah, like I said, more and Leon's so bad. But like, <laughs> it's like if you take characterization aside, it's overall a fun movie. <laughs> But characters that should, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, I I like how like what Umbrella does in the movie and everything. Like you know, yeah, you're right. Like all that works. It's just yeah. everything else was just like Jesus. What did you do these characters? Yeah, they really butcher these characters. But uh, the setting was felt like the game. You know, the the city, poor city. It's like we yeah. can never leave it, and it's been there for a long time. It got blown up by missiles by the president a long time ago in 1984. <laughs> What's that? <I> <laughs> yeah, 98. And like uh, we're still talking, we're still going back, back in time. Yep. Let's go back in time. Even in Mila Jovovich, like one of the later films, uh, I think second to the last one, uh, she gets dragged into this underground bunker facility where they recreated Raccoon City. Oh no! So they can, so they can have their tactical like. Uh, uh, what do you call assault teams like practice with real oh, zombies with buildings funny. all around because this is a post apocalyptic world now and Rakunsen has been long dead, but they still revived it in that series. So, um, yeah, we're never I, gonna you stuck it. with that series, man. More power to you because I, yep, I always do. Yep, I always will. It's like it's just like my easy thing to watch. I can play, uh, I can play a handheld game while I watch it so, or you know, eat something. It's really easy to watch, you know, kind of thing for me. Um, anyway, so that's what it is. It's it is what it is. If you're a Raccoon City fan or a Resident Evil fan, sorry, um, I think you'll you'll enjoy it. If not, don't ever watch it. Don't even think about it. Forget I said anything. Uh, move on to another movie. I saw the fifth installment of Scream. It's just called Scream, not the Scream. You know, like more, the Batman. more power to them. Yeah, more power to them. Right. Yeah. Because um, Scream Four, I think it's called Scream Four. Is that correct? I'm pretty sure. Yeah. And then this one's just called Scream. Um, and yes, they do make fun of that in the movie. Um, pretty funny, actually. I don't know why they decided to still name it that. But still, maybe they did it for the joke. This movie is great. Um, you know, I've been listening and reading on retrospectives of the of the 90s trilogy, which, which is late 90s into the 2000s, really. Um, the Wes Craven trilogy of Scream 1, 2, 3. And, um, you know, it made me really appreciate them more. I've always known I love them. I've always yeah. loved them. Um, yeah. Even Scream 4, I've really liked. And I came out like loving Scream 4 a lot more, actually, and ended up rewatching it based on a lot of these, a lot of these retrospectives, like I said, that are coming out with the new movie. Yeah, I, can't remember if I, if it's, I can't remember which one 3 and 4 are, to be perfectly honest with you. 
No, yeah. No, I get it. Three, uh, The first three do feel like a part of its one story. It does feel like one trilogy kind of feel. And then four and five feel like one-offs, but still continuing the story. Yeah. Um, and I love, and I would say that the one thing that came out of all the reading material, and especially this latest screen movie, is that Nev Campbell's uh, Sidney Prescott is a perfectly untouchable horror movie character that is a symbol of what you really want to be as a human. And I really like her and what they do to her in the movies. I mean, not just make her suffer, but also like redeem her. <laughs> I, was about to, I was about to say redeem that. Her. I was like, what, redeem make her, her suffer? No, no, no. Um, especially, especially in 4 and 5, because 4 and 5, um, I don't want to say it's less about her. It is a less about her and more about the new generation going on. You know, what's going on with the, the new batch of you know high school kids that have to be killed, you know? she's less connected to them even though she is somewhat connected to them um so i would say they torture her less in that sense but maybe not um but yeah this latest screen movie though very good as well i think it has all the fun pop culture horror that uh that the best of the like the 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 other movies did too it is does feel like a new version of it because it's updated it's been 10 years since the last one at least um i really liked it i really fell for it and I, i i it's like the only thing that makes slashers work are these slash uh, are, are these movies, I think, because <laughs> slashers are so hard to make good anymore. Yeah, and I felt that way for a long time. Like you know, slashers started what in the eighties. They definitely got we got all sick of them in the eighties. We got yeah, so we sick of them, and somehow Wes Craven revived them with Scream. And then there was a lot of copycats up to the 2000s. And yeah. then they stopped again. And then he made another one, 2010 or something, with Scream 4. And then again now, obviously, he's dead, so it's not him. I feel like and the I, Fear Street ones did okay. Uh, yes, I would say the Fear Street is a rare example of some good ones, too. But they're far and few between. And I kind of like, miss no. them. Kinda yeah, miss no, them. I, either you watch the classics of Slashers or, mm-hmm. like, and, or you're watching. Like, you really don't get anything good. Right. Or anything memorable, really. Yeah. I feel like Adam Wingard, another horror filmmaker, um, tried to also do his own version of good slash movies. And I, I, don't, I remember not liking any of them, but I don't remember either too much off the top of my head. But yeah, this latest one, Scream 5. Excellent. I can't wait to get it. I'm going to see it again. It's fun time. It's a good fun time. It's like uh, Resident Evil. You know how Resident Evil is fun time for me, too. I can watch whatever, no matter how bad they are. This one, I watch them because I know they're all good. So um, anyway, that's Scream. Uh, two more here. Uh, I saw Kimmy, K-I-M-I. Have you seen this? Uh, no, you haven't seen it because you would have put it on, but have you heard of it? I have not. Kimmy is on, uh, I, I don't know if it's still there, but it was on HBO Max, and it is Steven Soderbergh's latest movie. It came, it's a 2022 movie. came out, I think, in February, I want to say. Um, it still says HBO Max according to IMDb. Great. Perfect. And it's on there, so you can watch it. I, I would recommend it, Ralph. It's a very, you know, it, it's a, one of his thriller movies. Like, it's a thriller. Like, it's a suspense okay. thriller. I'm always down for those. Uh, you know, there's murder involved. There's a mystery involved. There's some shit happening. In this case, it's involved this... Um, Kimmy is the world's Alexa, basically. You know what I'm saying? Um, it's what they call that, that world's thing. And she, basically, it's like how a person who puts in data for that company... Um, discovers that someone getting murdered and then their, their Kimmy hears it and then she hears the log back. You know what I'm saying? And so t- people find out that she knows and it becomes like, oh shit, I get out of here. Kind of, you know, a, a mystery, a murder, thriller, mystery, whatever. And um, I think it's very good. It's very, it's just, it comes, it tells the story and then leaves. It's not super long. I love how it builds to the ending. 
And it does have a woman in the window feel to it, which is extra funnier because there's a show on Netflix called The Woman Who Saw the Woman Across the Street from the Window, whatever the title is. Um, so there's a lot of these movies lately, I guess. But uh, this is a good version of those movies um, because she's agoraphobic. She stays indoors all the time. She's afraid of the outside, similar to those movies. But um, but this one is like a lot more sexier. It's a lot more fucking designed. It's a, it's more in your it's more I don't want to say in your face, but it's more taught and well written. It's not so much about her problems. It's about how she's figuring out this problem. So I would say that it works better for that reason. So yeah, I highly recommend it, Ralph. I don't want to spoil cool. anything. Give me watch it. Um, next up here, do not watch this next movie. It's called Texas Chainsaw Massacre. I mean, these all this is also bad. Like the screen movies, kind of. But at least those have numbers on some of them. Yeah, Texas Chainsaw just, movies has the like worst hard. titles. No, they really do. They really do. I, I you Who have to have, have the years. Uh, the the only thing, right, yeah. right. Every time you say <laughs> Texas Chainsaw Massacre, oh, I saw that movie. Not the sixty, whatever. Oh, okay, I didn't see that movie. The 2010? No, not that one either. I meant uh, the new one that just came out in 2020. 2003? Oh, no, not nope. that one either. Oh, no, okay. not that one either. With Jessica Beals or whatever? Jennifer Beals? Okay, yeah. Um, which I found actually pretty... I like that movie. But anyway, this movie sucks. It royally sucks. It sucks so hard. I hated this movie. Really hated it. I'm a big fan of Texas Chainsaw. Um, I don't want to say I'm a big fan of the bad ones because when you, when you grow up, you kind of enjoy a lot of things that are stupid. But uh, I've never felt nostalgic about the Texas Chainsaw. If I grow up and find out they're terrible, I'll not watch them again. I don't give a fuck. Uh, for some reason, Texas Chainsaw, I'm more critical to. But um, I like the first one, obviously. It's a fucking monster classic. Um, and I like a few others. And that's it. You know, that's it. Like, <laughs> it's like two or three and uh, out of the 20. And this latest one, I really wanted to just have fun. I really had no expectations going there. But somehow it destroyed them. It really did. It's just so <laughs> terrible. It was like, like the did you want conceit of it? It's so come, bad. Come watch, come watch this movie. We turn our own fire. Our own. Uh, we light our own fire in this dumpster. <laughs> yes. Like okay. Yes. It's like uh, I don't know. It's like you know you hate broccoli and you go in to taste it and it tastes like shit still. Like. <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't know. It's not great. I just felt like no, um, no, no, no. this movie is so bad. It's on Netflix. There's an original from theirs. Um, I can't even judge. What, I mean, there's some good bloodbath, I guess. Some of it's good. I would sure. say some cool deaths, I guess. Sure. Sure. Okay. But there are good movies I can do that for. Okay. So um, there's that. But the whole conceit is that this is, is modern day. So uh, there's some gentrification going on in this sleepy town in Texas, obviously, whatever, blah, blah, blah. And, um, and the idea is that Leatherface, somehow, you know, having survived uh, the events of the movies, whatever, um, he got taken in by some old lady, um, I guess, at some point. That's why he's been gone for a long time. He's still missing. Everyone's still on the lookout for him. He's on the FBI's top 10, one, you know, whatever. But no one knows where he is for, like, decades and shit, right? And the whole concept of this movie is that this old lady that's, that lives in the small town where the main characters are at, the young people from, uh, from the city um, are in, uh, the victims-to-be. They, uh, um, they, they're at this at the same time where he's happens to live, and this old lady has like mothered him enough to like keep him sedated or keep him cool, keep him non killery. I don't know. It doesn't really explain that, but she dies because she's old as fuck, and she dies, and, um, and he goes on a rampage. She, like he like he never misses a step, right? Like instantly awakens, and somehow even though it's been decades, he's still fit as a fiddle. Knows exactly what to do and knows exactly how to proficiently kill 
for no reason whatsoever because the originals guess what had a fucking reason um and it's not just that he was insane it's more than just insane look where he grew up that's the whole point have you not seen the movie anyway um and this movie has such laughably i mean it has some really awesome gore and bloodshed but like it has some laughable kills a lot of laughable kills and this movie does not play it as a comedy and i think that's one of his biggest failures so i want there's a scene in the bus i'm just gonna say there's a scene in the bus that you could have gotten out of i'm just saying <laughs> you could have gotten out of it <laughs> almost funny. like you three people i think could overpower this guy a bus full of people i don't know why they couldn't Roth. <laughs> i don't know why they couldn't but they couldn't and uh, the worst, honestly, the worst part is the return of another character from a survivor from the past that stayed behind um, to for the eventuality of him making the newspapers, I guess, or making the rounds again. <laughs> and that was like, that the worst thing ever because that resulted in nothing. Um, anyway, bad movie. Don't watch it. And those are our recent discoveries. Um, we're going to take a break here. Finale, <laughs> finally. And then when we come back, we're going to talk about the Academy Award nominations and how we feel about them and uh, what are our monies laying on, you know? Um, so stay with us. All right, we are back. And the way we're going to do this, like we've done kind of in previous years, has never been any one way we do it, I guess. We Objection. Be, okay. Objection. Sustained. Okay, overrules. Sorry, overrules. <laughs> the opposite. Um, is that what we're going to do it is that I think uh, the best way I figured based on today on mood is that we're going to go uh, through the list that I have to have the PDF printout. Uh, you may not have the same exact list in the same, in the same order, but obviously I'll announce the topic <laughs> and we're going to end it with our, with the best picture that way, after our discussion of all the other noms, like maybe it'll help shape a more solidified best picture that we want to win, you know, or that we'd rather see win, or maybe that we think, Oh, for sure. That one's probably going to win. Um, so we're going to have a fun here, fun discussion. Here it goes. So we're going to start off with the with the big the faces of these movies, right? So we're going to talk about the actor, okay. uh, the actor in a leading role. Uh, those nominations are Javier Bardem and for being the Ricardos. Hold on, hold on. Javier Bardem, Xavier Bardem, uh, Benedict Cumberbatch, Power of the Dog. They got Andrew Garfield for Tick Tick Boom, Will Smith for King Richard, and Denzel Washington for The Tragedy of Macbeth. Um, any of these you have not seen? The tragedy of Macbeth. Okay, I have seen them all. Um, so, what do you go for? What's your? Do you have an immediate go? An immediate go to, or is there a fight here? Uh, good question. Uh, immediately in my brain, um, I said Andrew Garfield. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think they he might be against. I haven't seen the Denzel Washington role. Mm-hmm. He might go against Cumberbatch. Um, I love Javier, Javier Bardem in, in the, being the Ricardos. Yeah. Um, and um, I don't know. I just feel like it's going to be probably one of those. Okay. Uh, so you said basically all of them. So I like, no, I, I like I all Andrew of these. Garfield and yeah, yeah. I like all of these actors, actually. I like all the performances, except for Will Smith. I don't give a shit about his performance. I thought he was just being an asshole. Don't get me wrong. It was, I liked it, but I just didn't. Right. Yeah. yeah. No, yeah. Uh, well, either way, I think he's the weaker one and the, uh, the weakest link. Goodbye. Um, that's a, Do you watch all the your, Kids, ask your parents. Um, yes, I've seen all, all five. Yeah. How was that, though, in uh, Tragedy of Macbeth? Amazing. He's like my second pick. Um, Andrew Garfield, though, also my number one. 
Um, I do think he earns it way more. Um, I think that either Denzel Washington or Cumberbatch are a strong second. I think Washington is maybe stronger. I feel like, um, you know, uh, I think based on the on the content and the stuff, what he has to do on there. Uh, don't get me wrong, Cumberbatch is much more subtle, but subtlety usually gets lost yeah. for explosive acting, like Washington's and and the and the back and the Macbeth movie. I do have to say, I like um, the. Oh yeah, I really love. I mean, I prefer Power of the Dog over, as a movie <laughs> over Macbeth for sure. Hundred. Yeah, no, I, I like the but, choices. Uh, though. It's uh, yeah, you have uh, pretty good choices. Uh, yeah, pretty good choices. But honestly, I won't be mad either if Bardem wins it for some reason. But I, I right, would, yeah, I. But uh, I just yeah. feel like I like this role a lot. Don't get me wrong. I I, yeah. I just think he's he seems like he's going against hard things. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and Garfield is definitely the youngest out of this bunch, and by far, by a generation, by far, you know. Yeah. So like. Uh, but I think he's earned it the most. I think he has the most. I, uh, I, I do think most so too, risk, yeah. risk uh, performance, risky performance is the most. Yeah, he, uh, he does a lot. Man. He does a yeah, lot. Does of a lot. Too. He has a lot going on for sure. He literally carries the whole. Anyways, uh-huh. um, uh, so I'm going for Andrew Garfield, like you are too. Um, yep. I don't know what the Academy is thinking in this case. I, I, I have no idea. Last couple, two, three ceremonies, they really thrown a lot of weird loopholes and things. So I have no idea what they'll actually pick. Um, honestly, I think they might go for a Washington win because he's a ch- safe choice. And uh, I've been nailing some of the safe choices they've been making lately, so okay. that might be theirs. Um, now, for actor in a supporting role, yeah, we have uh, trailer. <laughs> all right, Karen Hines, uh, Troy. That's how, say, that's how you say that name? Yeah, it's it's like uh, what do you call it? Not Welsh. It's Scottish, Irish is a uh, Gaelic. It's a Gaelic name. Yeah. or Irish name. Man, I would have said that wrong. Yeah, I do. I said it wrong for many years. And so, so I saw, um, he was in, uh, Kieran Hines was in, um, this is a funny story, There Will Be Blood. And so that was around the time when I started listening to podcasts, you know, as a natural thing. And they kept talking about his name? Yeah, and someone brought up his name. And it, uh, no, no, it's like three or four different podcasts named it, pronounced it differently. Okay, this is the problem. <laughs> and then, and so I got so fed up that I went and found an interview with him. And the interviewer called him Kieran Hines. So I'm like, okay, I just want to, he didn't correct them. <laughs> so Karen Hines did not correct them. So yeah. I went with it. So, yeah. so that's a, that was a, that was a, I played a detective back in 2009 yeah. or whatever. So, um, Karen Hines, uh, uh, Troy Katzer, Jesse Clemens, JK Simmons, and Cody Smith McPhee. How do you feel? Uh, 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 which have you not seen? Sorry. Have you not seen any of them? Yeah. Yeah. I have not seen Coda or Belfast. Oh, okay. Got it. Okay. Or, I'm uh, sorry. Belfast. Anyway. <laughs> you're right. You're right. Technically. Uh, so how do you feel then uh, in general? I can say Irish things too. Okay. Or Gaelic or whatever. Anyways, how do I feel about, I like uh, J.K. Simmons a lot, but I, I, I feel like I'm biased because I love J.K. Simmons. But at the same time, I feel yeah, like. Yeah, he's universally loved. He's like the most yeah, famous one here. Yeah, he's pretty much universally loved. But yeah. I actually think Cody Smith can be something in this one too. Yeah. Uh, okay. In my opinion. I don't think Jesse Clemens. I think, I, in my opinion, he's just, I don't know. It didn't seem crazy out of him. Um, yeah, yeah. No, but, I, I agree. I love Jesse Plemons, but I think this is like, I mean, he's the least to do in this movie compared to others. Yeah, I think he did more in Date Night or whatever, or what, not Date Night. What's Date Night? Date That's a whole movie. <laughs> no, no. What was that movie where the shit? Is it Date Night? I don't know. It, that's the movie. Oh, where he's Carell. a cop? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, he's a cop, but I feel like I'm mixing a movie with Steve Carell and not not the other guy <laughs> whatever he's in a movie where he's in more and he's performing whatever i agree with you that's what i'm trying to say game night game night i knew night was in it game yeah. night he does yeah 
he's a, a supporting character too in that movie, but he does yeah. way more in that than he does. I feel so too. I he's feel there like, like in the three part. scenes. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. I agree with you that. Uh, I, I, have, I, I haven't seen anything else I can't say. I would yeah. assume uh, Kieran Pines would do a good job. He's a good actor. He's, he's, I, he's a good actor. I mean, yeah. and it's the guy, he, he looks like, what's his name? Um, from uh, from uh, the, the Hulk. Is it the Here. Hulk? Yeah, it is the Hulk, but it's I... No, I mean, does he look like the Hulk too? I don't know. Not the Hulk himself, <laughs> the actor, the first one, first Hulk what? movie. He reminds what? me a lot of his fa- like facial. Okay, I'm sorry, I, I'm drawing a blank. I was thinking I of the old too. '60s movie. Now, not I, that I, one I, either. I don't. That's not oh what you meant. Oh my god! Anyway, I know. Whatever. It's, <laughs> just keep going. Jesus oh Christ. wait, uh, Eric Banner. Yes. Okay. Banner. You're thinking of Ang Lee's The Hulk. With uh, she yeah. said that Ang Lee is the Hulk. I keep forgetting it's Ang Lee because I think he does Hong. good things, you know. Hong. Hong. Okay. Oh, right. you're right. Yeah, I know. I'm. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah. Um, I still. I've seen all these movies, and I really didn't like Belfast that much. Now, now the, the, I remember um, you say that, on his, uh, that on his performance, great. very good. If he yeah. wins, I, I would. I would love that actually. Also, um, am I missing Coda? Should I be saying Coda? No, it's Coda. It's just say Coda. Uh, what is it? Children of Death Adults. That's what I mean. I don't know. That's what it means. Coda, children of death. I don't even know what the adults. About, it's about a child who has deaf adults. God damn it. Wow. <laughs> obviously, yeah. obviously. Uh, Troy Katzer, honestly, um, I don't think so. Is anything <laughs> that special, personally? I think the safest choice they're gonna go with is J.K. Simmons. But I also, I'm like, I'm with you. Cody Smith McPhee totally earns it, like, and obviously, it goes into the the very ending of that movie. Feel like you realize two intentions. Well, it's not my fault. Well, we're gonna switch it up because in that next <laughs> two, you're gonna name them. And I'm going to be right. the first to give the opinion. So I planned this right. out. Okay, okay. No, that's fine. That's fine. I just... All right. So why don't you um, give us the actress stuff? Got you. Actress in the leading role. Uh, mm-hmm. We have Jessica Chastain in the eyes of Tammy Faye, Olivia Coleman, a lost daughter, Penelope Cruz in Parallel Mothers, Nicole Kidman in Being the Ricardos, and Kristen Stewart in Spencer. Uh, Oscar, what do you think? The... What, what say I? What say um, you? I mean, my wow, clear me win- too. No, my, clear- <laughs> my clear winner. <laughs> Uh, for me, and this is obviously my top 10, is Kristen Stewart. She should definitely win. And I think she also has probably the highest chance to actually win. Yeah. Um, a, 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 a second a second safe one, give or take, is either Kidman or Coleman. Okay. Um, and honestly, Coleman is my second strong choice because she's very good in the loss up. Yeah. Very good, very good, yes. Okay. Um, but I also um, uh, have not seen the eyes of Tommy Faye. Tammy Faye. had no interest in watching it either. So... Like, I never want to see that movie. But Pedro Moldovar's latest movie, Parallel Mothers, I, I do want to see. I just haven't seen it. I got you. But Penelope Cruz has always been good with his movies anyway. So. Penelope Cruz has always been yeah, I agree. For, for um, I haven't seen the first three movies, so The Eyes of Tammy Faye, The Lost Daughter, or Parallel Mothers. Hmm. I have a chance to still see The Lost Daughter, because I think yeah. it's on Netflix. It is on Netflix. And, yeah. um, so I should be able to watch that one. But I want to watch the other movie first, and then, and then we'll get to that. Um, so I've only seen... Being the Ricardos and Spencer, I agree 100 percent with you with Spencer. Uh yeah. Chris's Stewart is just I think she's she's scary the choice good. here. She's scary, yeah. scary good, yeah, 100 percent Um it'll also elevate her in a, in a lot in a lot of ways. Um and uh I love the Cole Kidman. I thought she did a fantastic job as as uh playing uh Lucy. Yeah, surprisingly good, yes. So yeah, but um mm-hmm. yeah, it was I mean it made one of the, my top something in the movies. Yeah, that's right. But yeah. Um so yeah, I I guess I, I guess I was right. I'm copying you. Yeah. Um, I just I'm about to say that. <laughs> right. Whatever. Anyways, uh, that's actress in a leading role. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, actress in a supporting role. Mm-hmm. We have uh, Jesse Buckley in The Lost Daughter, 
Ariana DeBose or DeBossi in West Side Story, uh, Judy Dench in Belfast, <laughs> shut up, Kristen Dunst in The Power of the Dog. I'm gonna fuck this one up. Anjane. Uh, Anjane. Okay, thank you. Alice and King Richard. Um, Oscar, what do you think? Oh, Jesse Buckley. Lost Daughter is what it has going for is really the acting in this movie. Those, Jesse Buckley plays a young version of uh, Olivia Coleman in the movie. Uh, she, there's a lot of flashbacks to her raising her children. And it, as she's looking, as she's seeing all these other people raising theirs, basically. That's roughly what the movie's about, um, without going into details. And Jesse Buckley plays a young version of her. And I think she does an even better, more uh, impressive job, actually. And she's uh, really fucking churning up on a lot of performance. She made my number one uh, in 2020 for, um, I think, uh, I'm thinking of ending things. She was the main actress in that movie. Okay. Uh, so yeah, obviously big hard on for her already. She's freaking great. I would say a, a solid, uh, solid second. Um, and this is, I mean, this, I think the safe bet for the Oscars, I would say so safe bet, not my second, because the safe bet is Judy Dench, yeah. but um, a solid second. And this is kind of hard because I'm not, Super in love with this particular these these picks. Actually, I don't really care for Chris. I think Kristen Dunst and Jesse Plemons, even though they are solid, uh, they are good enough to be supporting characters. I don't think they're in it that much. Um, oh, oh, they did that much spectacular in it. And, and I agree, hundred percent. But I would say I would go for Ariana DeBose. DeBose? I'm sorry, I don't know how I'm pronouncing it. Um, sure. For West Side Story, who is the only good thing in that movie? <laughs> oh wow okay so i'm in a weird one here because i've only seen the last two again um yeah. i haven't seen the lost daughter the west side story or belfast but um <laughs> judy dunch i, I just ha- i had to say it compared to the two i've seen uh chris and dunce did not do enough for me for the power of the dog um it just like mm-hmm. the role in general i just whatever um and then uh Anjanu ellis um very minor role even though it was a very supporting role of course but at the same time i just feel like it wasn't it just wasn't there. I didn't even think about her as much. I thought more about the two girls than I did about her. Um, so yeah, yeah. Overall, I agree I, there. I hate to say, it, don't get me wrong. There's powerful scenes with her in it, right? Yeah, I just sure. yeah. Uh, um, I so I, I hate to say my my safe pick here without even watching would be Judy Dench. Yeah, um, that's why they don't have Dane with Judy Dench, huh? That's interesting, right? Yeah, no, I'm kidding. I don't know if I give a shit. Um, all right. Um, Let's see. Let's move on to uh, the big, small categories. And you know, you'll know what I mean right now. First, let's go with animated feature film. Animated movies are Encanto, Flea, Luca, The Mitchells vs. the Machines, and Raya and the Last Dragon. What say you, Ralph? What say me? Um, interesting. I've seen all of these. Um, I, yeah. The only one I haven't seen is The Mitchell vs. the Machines. In, in oh, order. in order? In order, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's one of those movies where I've seen everything. I just haven't seen it in order. I know what happens. I can put it together. Just, um, I, I'm actually surprised that's in there. But I, at the same time, I, what it's talking about, from what I got, it's, uh, I guess I get to see why. Um, I fucking love Encanto a lot. Like, uh, But I don't think it'll get picked as much. I feel like Luca and Raya the Dragon are super more safe bets. Um, really? Huh. Uh, yeah, I would say so. I think Raya is a super safe bet. Um, I think uh, I thought Flea was good, but Flea's a weird one because I don't know. Flea f- doesn't feel like it should fit here. Um, <laughs> well, Flea is Flea is in three categories, I think, and we're gonna well, get to it. Right, and I, we'll get to it just because of the fact that it's not all anime, but like, right? That's like my biggest it's a problem with it. And it's a documentary as well, so yeah. like, <laughs> just yeah. So I, I'll say for me, I would say, Tanto, mm-hmm. and I and I would say I, I think Raya would be my back. 
and even though I prefer Luca, mm-hmm. um, I think Raya is more of a safe bet. Yeah, but I would. I would prefer for Encanto to win. A hundred percent bias. Okay. Uh, it speaks a lot more to me than anything. Yeah, I mean, I, and I thought, I thought it was a fantastic movie with no villain in it or a real villain. Uh, like you mean, you mean like bad Luca? guy? Huh? You mean Luca, right? Or Encanto? Encanto. I guess Luca did have that Italian guy with the hip with the. Yeah, yeah, he had a yeah, the If you can, if you can barely call that a villain, it's like small stakes. But yeah, right, right, right. It's so. Okay, um, I would say my my personal favorite is Mitchells versus the Machines, but I know it's not gonna win. <laughs> not gonna win, <laughs> even if they went for like a an artsy fartsy, it would be Flea. That would be the Flea. So yeah, that like, would be Flea. Yeah. But uh, my strong second personal favorite is Ryan the Last Dragon. I really liked Ryan the Last Dragon. Uh, with that said, I really don't think Ryan is a safe bet either. I really do think the only one that's gonna win is Encanto. I don't yeah. think Luca has a chance at all. I, I think Raya has more of a chance than you think it does. I mean, I hope so because I really love the lore in it. I love what they did. With I love the lore in it. The too. world building is so yep. good in that movie. Maybe the I best agree. out of all the five. And no, I think well, it is the best of all five and, and world building. Well, if you think about it, uh, Raya, Encanto, and Flea, um, mm-hmm. and, and not Flea, Raya, uh, Luca, and Encanto mm-hmm. all are doing world. They're building their own worlds. And uh, Raya just has the bigger one, I think. Yeah, I, well, I, bigger one. I think uh, the most fascinating too. Um, so yeah, the so I I think the Kansas is gonna win, but I'm, uh, I, my heart goes for Mitchell's missions. <laughs> so, okay, cool. I love the energy of that movie, um, so much. Um, so in that same vein, we're gonna get into another big category that isn't any of those, but of course it is a little bit documentary feature. This one is interesting because I have only seen none of them. I've seen one, and yeah, you, you saw the one. So those movies are Ascension. Attica, Flea, Summer of Soul, or the, When the Revolution Could Not Be Televised, and a movie called Writing with Fire. I know nothing, Jon Snow, of yeah. these movies. I don't know either. I mean, Attica, Attica, we have Gattaca, but that's about it. Um, and it's still misspelled, because it's like... Yeah, I know. Yeah. Anyways, but besides oh. the point, I mean, I, I think Flea potentially has a cho- chance. I, I, like I said before, earlier in the, the, the show today, mm-hmm. um, I think it's a strong... Uh, it's a strong, unique perspective of somebody, of uh, of you know what they go through for, as a refugee potentially, and like, just you know try to live, uh, and things of that nature, uh, and how it's portrayed. Mm-hmm. But uh, it works in that aspect. Um, I have no clue what the rest of them are about, so I can't even tell you. So I guess my only choice really here is Flea, to be honest with you, because that's the only one I've seen. Yep, um, uh, I have nothing to say either. I mean, I the Summer of Soul though feels like. What was that movie that was nominated last year that was very similar to like this one? I don't know. Uh, I can't remember. The one with the wheelchairs or the handicapped, the disabled people? Oh, it's about that era, I think. Yeah, it reminds me. Like, I feel like we're getting a lot of those lately. It's like uh, last year I saw almost, I think all of them. I think you saw all of them. Yeah, yeah. this one, nothing. Nothing. <laughs> yeah, I mean, <laughs> I'm going to finish Flea for sure, but that's the one. Yeah. Yeah. No. Um, yeah, okay. So not much of an opinion, but that's a big, I mean, it's a documentary. It's a whole thing. I hate to say it, yeah, but some, you know, not every year. Yeah. And another in the same vein, another big category that's its own category to itself, international feature film. And those are Drive My Car, Flee Again, The Hand of God, uh, Lunana, A Yak in the Classroom, and The Worst Person in the World. I've actually been fortunate enough to see three of these and flee soon also, but uh, three of them. I've seen three of them as of right now, and hopefully the fourth. Then hopefully I should be able to watch the fourth. Yeah, the Lunana is the one that I don't think any of us are going to be. I don't watch. think any of us are going to watch. Yeah, I'm not I, um, yaks. Or classrooms, so yeah. So that's uh, right. Me neither. So that being said, uh, Hand of God, I think was just not as good as I thought it was going to be. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, so I think that really that out right away. Uh, 
I, I think Drive My Car would win, principally, in my in my opinion. It's just a stronger movie. Yeah. Um, and then uh, I don't know about the other two, not yet. Um, so, or like, I'm not interested in the Yak one, but I don't, I don't think it'll win. And I don't know about the worst person in the world, to be honest with you. So I, I think Drive My Car has a strong, has a strong one. Strong, it's uh, definitely the the critical darling more than the other ones, from yeah. what I've heard. Um, and that's my choice because it's my number one movie of the year. So it is right, exactly. So it's it, your is choice. That, it is that movie for me, hundred percent. Even if I <laughs> the rest or yeah. even made the rest, <laughs> that's the. Way I am, I am proud that I've seen three of the five as of right now, and I'll watch the fourth later. Yeah, of interna- of of international film. compared to other years, that's pretty good record. Yeah, it's pretty good. Um, so here's my, qu- here's my question: Is Flea going to win any of them? Because if Flea is in a unique position in being in best animated documentary and international, if it wins anything, it wins documentary. In my opinion, okay, I agree if with it, you based yeah. on the fact that I haven't seen any of them. Yeah, I, I right. I hate to say it so, just because it's animated. Right. Like I said, it's, it does a little bit of both. Animated is almost always like a almost always a Pixar slash Disney affair. Um, Dude, there, there's, there's three of them out there. <laughs> and for international, you know, usually the ones that bleed into other categories is the winner. And normally you would say, well, that's not flea. No, um, non, non-animated. Non-animated is what I yeah, mean. Because no, I what people mean. And Drive My Car is the one that people would value more. So I, I agree with you. I think flea is going to win documentary. Um, if it wins anything at all, which I hope it does, because based on the half that I saw, it looks very good. Um, so, yeah. It's just a fleet. It's such a weird, weird movie to be in these three categories. It really is. Uh, yeah, you know, more power, more power to that movie. It just shows how uh, diverse it is. For sure, hundred so. um, percent. Now, why don't you give us the adapted and original screenplays? Yeah, not a problem. Mm-hmm. So, for adapted screenplay, we have Coda, Drive My Car, Dune, The Lost Daughter, and The Power of the Dog. Uh, I'm gonna go first. I'm gonna cut you off here. Okay. Um, so for screenplay, man, that's a really a hard good choice one. this year. It's a hard choice here. I haven't seen two of the movies out of the year, so I've seen the three. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I, I almost want to say I think Drive My Car could steal this. Uh, I really do. Uh, I love Dune a lot, and I love how it went. But I feel it's like almost in, it's kind of incomplete, it's like not done in a weird sure. way. So I think. They wouldn't pick it, so I think the other choice here would be the power of the dog. So I would say my choice, my first one is driving the car, and then I think the backup would be the power of the dog. Um, yeah. But I haven't seen Lost Hunter. So. Yeah, man, haven't seen all but five. I, I was no offense, still... to, no offense to do it whatsoever. I just feel like Drive My Car has a stronger screenplay. It's like it's got like three screenplays in, in my opinion. Um, <laughs> it's like because it's making screenplays for for. for Stuff yes. in the movie, you know, like right. so much stuff, and in on. different languages and sign language too. It was forget that. Have, it's so Korean, crazy. English, Japanese in there. I know. Man. Um. So uh, I don't know why Code is on here. I'm just gonna say that at all. Yeah. I have no idea why it's on here. It, it is a feel good movie. It is clearly this entire nominations. It is the only real good feel good movie on there. So I must oh, be I for that reason. It must be for that reason. It's like a family movie for fun times. Like it's a wholesome movie. You know what I'm saying? It's uh, I don't make, I can only assume that's the only reason it's on here because these other movies are definitely not the depressive or like about sure. destroying imperial overlords or whatever. <laughs> so I agree. Uh, unfortunately, I agree with you. Exactly right. I mean, my favorite, obviously, Die My Car for those reasons you said. But I do think that the power of the dog is probably the likeliest to win. I think so, so too. Yeah, I also, I also um, agree with that. Yeah, um, and, and then we'll, uh, very good writing. Also, I would like for Jane Campion to win also okay. in general. So, 
assuming I she's a co-writer and stuff. Anyway, uh, what's the original stuff? Original screenplay. We have uh, Belfast, Don't Look Up, King Richard, hmm. Licorice Pizza, Horrible Dude, The Worst Person in the World. Um, <laughs> I haven't seen three of these out of the... Out of the uh, I haven't seen Don't Look Up, which... Look, it was one of those oh, movies you haven't? Sh- I, I know, it's crazy, right? I don't oh. know why I haven't seen it yet. I, oh. It's one of those movies where I just feel like I should have already, and oh. I haven't seen it yet. It's on Netflix, so it's like it zero reason for me not to watch it. Um, uh, King Richard, I, I, I think it's... Besides that, and uh, although actually I haven't seen, I think I've only seen. Like only, to be honest with you, you've only I've seen, seen one. That's right. Yeah, out of the original screenplay, I like King Richard a lot. Um, so, yeah. uh, I mean, I guess I'll pick it. I, I think Licorice Pizza is. I don't know. I just did not. I don't even want to watch the movie. To be really honest with you, um, I literally I've seen the trailer and I've seen. I think it's just a horrible title. Um, <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, don't base it on the title. I know it's like, it is a bad title though. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I think. And then, and just I from think. what I seen, it just it didn't. I had no reason. I, right. I felt like I had no reason to watch it. Either. So um, I, I have a okay. So adapted screenplay has some real, real heavyweights except for Coda. This one's yeah. the opposite. I don't like a lot of these movies. <laughs> <laughs> right, you had I, said already. You don't, don't like Richard. Don't like King Richard. Don't like Belfast. Right. Don't like Licorice Pizza either. I saw that. So, so what do you have left? You have the other. You've seen all of them. So I've course. seen all of them. I saw. Don't. So it's between for me is Don't Look Up and the worst person in the world. I and, think the worst person might win it. And to me, the worst person in the world, I think, is a better, tighter script for sure, 100. Yeah. And I go with that. And it has a, a lot of room to breathe in there. I think it's a better script. Um, however, there is something to be said about Don't Look Up, and it's like very, it very fun. biting, fun. And crude depiction of our world today, um, and told in this like. comedy. But I also know that we have gone through this before with the same director and writer, where they uh, they did it with oh, um, who was it? Adam McKay, who did um, oh man, what was the movie he won all this shit for? Uh, it was about the two thousand eight crisis, um, <sighs> the financial crisis we went through. The big Short, The Big Short. That's yeah, right. I never, I never saw it. It had all the nominations and everything, and I might have won for some of these. It's stuff. another movie I just care to watch. And he did others, too, that uh, oh. were lesser, in my opinion, than that movie. I think that movie was more fun, that's for sure, than the others. But I would say Don't Look Up is his best one, but again, it's like the best of the same kind, you know? Yeah. So, uh, I don't know. I feel iffy on it overall. Um, so, yeah, I'm going to go with The Worst Person in the World, but uh, I won't be surprised if Don't Look Up is more appealing for, for, for the win. You know? Um, I really don't care about Belfast. <laughs> and I don't know what's going on with Chris Pizza. I really had a hard time understanding what the hell that was going on there. Yeah. Yeah. yeah you tell yeah. you can tell me what they because I'm not gonna watch it. Yeah. I mean it's yeah. one of those movies that I just don't interested in watching. Yep. All right, let's get into some um the some music stuff and so original score we have Don't Look Up for some reason, Dune, Encanto. <laughs> Parallel Mothers and the Power of the Dog. Um, now, original score is a very interesting thing because it's hard maybe to remember them. Um, you and I don't like really super pay attention to scores as others do. Some people seemingly are always onto them and they always recognize things. I'm like, I don't know how you remember that because I'm listening to the script. I mean, I'm watching the movie for I'm the watching story. The movie, yeah, me too. Yeah, and, I will pay attention to everything else. Don't get me wrong. I'm not going to quote the whole movie either because I'm not right. going to watch it all the time. But right. Yeah. And I'm trying to think what I remember from those movies when I think of a score. And the only two that come up with anything is Dune and Power of the Dog. I think the only times I remember any kind of music swelling in any way that isn't cheesy, I guess. 
um, are those two. And I might go with Dune on that based on that kind of feeling. But uh, but what do you think? Yeah, the only thing I can think of is Dune, to be really honest with you here. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just, I mean, I can feel the vibrations thinking about score, the score, to be honest with you. But I went to go see it. Theaters. Uh, so Dune is a big standout out of all of these. Um, I guess the only other, I can't even remember anything in The Power of the Dog, to really honest with you, to say um, and then Encanto, I guess. I mean, I know there's music in it, but I don't know what the score was. Just... I mean, the only reason I remember more of the Power of the Dark uh, score is because there's a lot of scenes where no one's talking. And yeah, I guess. I just staring into the distance kind of thing going on. So. Yeah, I, I guess so. Yeah. I just did I just. Yeah, um, oh, I, I got it. Yeah, I mean, I, so... this is not our. We don't excel in this category. Uh, no, speaking really... of which, original song, I mean, it's going to go to this girl, right? That's no Time to Die, right? I mean, how does it not? It's a very good song. It's the only song I remember from the year. I don't. I don't remember any of these other ones. Uh, I, I mean, I never seen the last one there from Four Good Days. Never seen that movie. Never even heard of it. Um, the Belfast. I have no idea what song they're talking about. I know the Encanto one, I guess. But which one is the Dos Orgullitas? Orgullitas. I have no idea. Uh, must be like one of those. Uh, it's got to be in the first half. Orgullitas. 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 Um, I don't know. It's got to be in the first half. Yeah, it has to be, let me say. No, but I have no idea. They love those explanations. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. No time to die. I don't even know what the life of Keen Richard is, to be honest with you. Um, me either. So I'm going to go with uh, the obvious one. I think everyone's going to... Everyone assumes that's the winner, I think. I mean, it's just... I, I don't know how you don't assume it. Yeah, it's just weird. Yeah. Um, don't be wrong, I'll listen to all the songs and I'll, I'll give you my honest opinion. But I'm 100% on the same side as you. It's just nothing to talk for right now. Yeah. Well, with, uh, with songs, we come with sound. What do you think the movie had the best sound in it? Let's see. Well, this one's interesting um, because uh, uh, the one thing that I think Belfast had going for it was the sound and it's nominated here. So Belfast, Dune, No Time to Die, The Power of the Dog, and West High Story. Um. So I do think that Belfast had good sound in it. Uh, is it good enough to win? Maybe. Because I think Dune's better. <laughs> and sound. Um, I also think West Side Story had a very good sound, even though I don't like that movie either. And liked it even less than Belfast. Yeah. Um, I can't say anything particular about No Time to Die or The Power of the Dog as far as sound, personally. But they, I mean, they're, good, they're good movies, though. I like them. Explosions sounded great in No Time to Die, from what I, I remember. But that's right. like, I don't know, that's so weird. I guess I'm, mm-hmm. we're really bad at these two because I don't know. Yeah. I complain about sound all the time. I'm horrible at it. Yep. And um, yeah. sound is the, the one component that we always think of, uh, we, we think the least of, but it's the most important in a movie, actually. Oh, yeah, actually, it is 100%. But you know what? Mm-hmm. Maybe it's the ones that we don't pay attention to should be the ones we pick because that means it was just that good to not know. Well, my editing teacher would agree with you, um, but I don't know. It depends, really. It totally right. depends. Um, can't say for sure because you know there's like a lot of commotion. Like in Belfast, there's a lot of scenes where a lot of people are in the street, a lot of talking or conversations or rebellions. Yeah. Um, and I really like the distinctions that the movie ends up making while still having that other sound in there. So yeah, whatever it came to score and sound, I've always picked that in that way. Mm-hmm. I always picked like, well, what movie just made it seem like it's just seamless? Like I didn't have to think about but it. But Dune, though, the shit it. they came up with to make that that's, world that's, work, that's, that's what I'm going for. I, you know? Yeah, I know, but I think just, but that movie also, there's some movies that are the opposite, right? Where they yeah. make it a thing to make it like, they make it a point to like, hey, 
you're gonna know the sound. You're gonna know. And I still do does that. Yeah, um, but it was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I, agree I mean, those helicopters, dude. The, come on. I no, mean, I know. I agree. I agree. Yeah, you could feel the sound in your face with that sound. Sure. Um, okay, so um, yeah, for me, doing uh, for you, what doing also, I guess. Yeah, dude. Yeah. yeah you, all right. Um, what's our visual effects? Go with that. <laughs> visual effects. All right. We have Dude, <laughs> Free Guy, mm. No Time to Die, Jing Chi, and The Legend of the Ten Rings, and Spider Man No Way Home. Uh, this is better. Okay. Um, mm. Yeah. You've seen I've, all seen, these. I've seen all of these. Yeah. Mm-hmm. These are literally like movies that I went without. I saw Free Guy recently, too. Yeah. I thought it was fun. Right? Yeah, it was um, fun. I would say the, graphic, uh, the effects are really good, actually. The effects are really good, yeah. Uh, especially, I think it does a good job of blending both types of, like, you know, uh, real stuff into animated stuff. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. That might work, but at the same time, the Chang-Chi, like, literally the beginning, when you're there, the boss is fantastic, so I don't know. That looks great. <laughs> um, I'm stuck between Dune and Shang-Chi, honestly. Yeah, I, I, I love Spider-Man, 100%, don't get me wrong. Uh, but, I, yeah, but I don't know. dragon, bro. Yeah, I don't know. I, 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 think Shang-Chi, I think Shang-Chi has a better chance. I love the way they made the dragon. Um, and, uh, yeah. I remember marveling at the details of, that sh- of the monsters in that movie and Shang-Chi. And the yeah, color. I, I just love, love the color of it. You know, it's I agree. Yeah, I just kind of think, I, I don't think Free Guy will do it. No time but, to... But Dune, uh, you know, also has the most like wallpaper stuff. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, it really does. I, yeah. I don't know. It's weird. I feel like Dune's just gonna win all these random shit and nothing, nothing solid. But eh, it could be. You know, and the, also these categories like sound effects, maybe um, one of the other editing ones. There's a just like two editing ones. Uh, score editing. Do they have like sound editing somewhere? Anyway, um, they you know they kind of go to one movie. You know, the one that how the all the production value, so to speak. Yeah. So we'll I mean, see. if you think about it, if if it wins all that stuff, that just means that they're doing a great job. And, you right. know, all those as like a all team, those, right? As a team, yeah, yeah of course, right. yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, it makes so, the movie, and they usually go that way. I mean, it's rare yeah. that they don't. Um, right. I also feel like whenever you see those movies, and especially when it's nominated for other things, because hmm. uh, obviously, Dune is the case in this one, right? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I would say Dune is the front one. Right. Uh, I, it also makes it feel like you know that without all of these things, it probably wouldn't have been. I would say like it would have it, it made the movie so much more because of the, all those extra things that they took that they that they people seem to take for granted. Yep, um, agreed. So, yeah. And speaking um, of but, the look, yeah. Also, no, but I agree with the, yeah. with, the, with the pics. And going on with the look, uh, cinematography, right? The shooter, it's the guy with the camera the holding shooter. the camera, doing right now, yeah, doing the <laughs> oh, this, the I, shooting uh, <laughs> going on. I'll read them, and you can pick your first choice. All right. Uh, cinematography is Dude, Nightmare Alley. The Power of the Dog, The Tragedy of Macbeth, and The West and West Side Story. Uh, what do you got here? Oh, man, it's kind of hard, actually, because um, I'm kind of stuck between The Tragedy of Macbeth and Nightmare Alley, actually. Um, even though Dune is beautiful and all that, I'm, I'm not saying... I would say Dune is um, a strong second, I guess, to these two that I'm trying to pick from. Um, I feel like... Uh, I really like Nightmare Alley, though. That movie is... The, the way it shot, I think it was very good. I really found it very and very enticing and dark and fucked up. Um, but beautifully fucked up. I guess I'm gonna go with uh, Nightmare Alley as my number one uh, with a Dune second. 
Uh, similar to you, just flip it. Got it. I'll go Dune first on Nightmare Alley. Yeah. Uh, but there's something to be said, though, about Tragedy of Macbeth, the way they shot that. Very definitely unique. And, I wouldn't know. So and, and, in your, <laughs> and in your face some of those times. But I do agree with you with Nightmare Alley. It just has this weird... Um, everything is shot in, the, in a weird angle. Um, it makes it feel like you're always seeing it from a diff- different point of view or different perspective. Yeah. yeah. And it's oh. very, on, very on point on that. Totally. Uh, here's a, a big one for me that I mean I'm, I'm more I'm more familiar with because I've actually done it in real life many times. Awesome design. Uh, film editing, no. <laughs> film editing. I, have you seen how I look? I look terrible. I look like I just put around the first clothes I saw, which is true. I mean, um, yeah, it looks hundred percent like that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so film editing. Uh, for those we have, don't look up. Dune, King Richard for some fucking reason. The Power of the Dog <laughs> and Tick Tick Boom. Yeah. What say you? What say I? Yeah. What say you? Um, no, uh, I don't know. This is an interesting one for me. Um, I mean, I can see exactly why King Richard's on this movie. I can see why Don't Look Up is in it for sure. It has some avant-garde editing going on here sometimes. Some scenes, especially when the time is um, passing, the montages and shit. Um, I but think- I would say my my favorite might be the Power of the Dog or Tick Tick Boom. Yeah, I, I think Tick Tick Boom could steal this one. Um, for sure. I mean, I, there's there's a there's a great. I mean, there's some great scenes because he's he's singing and narrating while we're flashbacking to it, but while he's memorizing memory, uh, remembering yeah. the memory, at the, right? right? Exactly. It's like very yeah. good. Yeah. Yeah, that's very. That's very. I think yeah. I just convinced myself. Take the moment. <laughs> yeah, I would say so. I would um, say it was Power of the Dog because there's some real powerful editing going on there too. But I think Boom might make it more. Yeah. More impactful. Yeah, I'm gonna go with. Two. Yeah, I'm with you. All right. Last two, directing. Wow, there's a lot more that we're just gonna skip right over. No, yeah, no, yeah, it. we're skipping makeup and costume. No, I know, I mean, we're horrible at that shit. We yeah. shouldn't have even done score, honestly. <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Uh, yeah. uh, you, uh, you go ahead. You did the last two. All right. Uh, so for directing, we have uh, I don't have the names on it, but I know it's Kenneth Branagh for Belfast. Oh man, I don't remember the guy's name. But drive my car. Sorry, um, Paul Thomas Anderson for Licorice Pizza. Jane Campion for The Power of the Dog and Steven Spielberg for West Side Story. You almost said Soderbergh. I almost did say the last Steven's out there. Um, <laughs> I mean, Drive My Car, obviously, for me, obviously. Um, yeah. The only strong second is The Power of the Dog because all the other movies suck. Um, uh, I don't know yeah, what's I going mean, on here with the directing. I Yeah, I didn't like Power of the Dog that much. But so, yeah, Drive, drive My Car is really the only <laughs> choice for me. <laughs> Drive my car is your choice. It's the only choice I have. I mean, I, mean, I also feel like they'll never go with another uh, all Asian win like this because of uh, Parasite it, it, being uh, uh, only dude, a I know, but you know what? It could win international film and directing. You never know. No, no, I think it'll win something. I just don't know if it'll win directing. You know? Yeah, no. Yeah. But uh, I would. Uh, I mean, I will. I mean, I do really like Jane Campion. I really do love Power of the Dog. Made my top ten, but like. Um, yeah, but Drive My Car is my number one. It's my number one movie. It's my favorite movie. I think it's 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 subtly, splendidly directed. Yeah, um, I loved it. Loved it. So yeah, it's my first. The second is that, but I really don't accept any other ones. I'm not happy with any other winner um, at all. <laughs> at all. Like, yeah. Well, fuck. <laughs> Jesus, I'm sad really to know. say. Although I would say Licorice Pizza, the best thing in it is probably the direction over the screenplay, over the acting. I would say definitely. Um, this well, I just wanted to show it. you that he's obviously a great director. No, yeah, I'm not. Yeah, I'm just saying this is the one well, we are, of his idea I just don't yet. like. 
I love no, that's fine. I love or really like his other ones, but this is the only one I don't like. Um all right, now we're on for a best picture, which we have a few more than five. One, two, three, four, five, ten. Got ten. Um, okay. So those movies are Belfast or Belfast, Coda, Don't Look Up, wow. Drive My Car, watch Dune, <laughs> Dune, King Richard, Licorice Pizza, Nightmare Alley, The Power of the Dog, and West Side Story. I feel like if uh, West Side Story is in this, Nightmare Alley deserves to be in it too. Because <laughs> like, I haven't even seen West Side Story, and mm-hmm. I can tell you Nightmare Alley is probably way better. <laughs> it's way better. Oh, way better. <laughs> and even that, even, and shit. Even, right, yeah, I agree. Even though I think Nightmare Alley was an okay movie, it was, it was like, fantastic. It was good, it was good. Yeah, right. I just, I just didn't love it or anything like that compared to other works and things of that nature, but uh, yeah, I don't know. Uh, this was weird, because Don't Look Up is on here, too. I That's weird. I, I, it's I mean, Adam I McKay. Him- they like him for some reason. Maybe <laughs> they're dicks. I don't know what's going on over there. Um, I don't know. Somebody. Um, yeah, I don't know. This is, this is a really weird one here for me, to be really honest with you. I don't think... He, I like King Richard, but I don't think King Richard should be on Best Picture. Um, <laughs> Agreed. I, I got... Like, I, I really don't, I really don't know here. You have to here. twist my arm. <laughs> <laughs> I really don't know here, because like, I, I, I can't tell you. I mean... Well, what's the drive, best overall, you know... For me, it's between Drive My Car and Dune, if we're really looking at it. That's me, too. Uh, but, That's what but, I'm... But, but to be honest with you, I, I think Drive My Car just would beat it. Dune... I don't remember, I love Dune, but like when you're talking about just like a movie overall, like there's a lot that that goes on, but like it just again, I, I hate to say it, but Dune is an incomplete movie. That's so weird. <laughs> I, it's so weird. It really is. It's, it's just not like it's um I don't know. I love a lot of it. I mean I love I love all of it, should I say, but it's just like I don't know. It's a weird it's always such a weird thing to be I at. mean, you know, we say all this shit, you know, but yeah. we also have to we realize that um you know, we went through the same thing and we was going through it in a much more positive way than what we're talking about now, you know, with Dune, uh, with Lord of the Rings. Yeah, we all knew that was a part one. It ended yeah. in a cliffhanger. I know. I, you but, know? I, you know what? but there's but there's a finality to at least those movies. No, I, I mean, I yeah, I n- no, I, I, I would not agree with that. But you know what? <laughs> it does. It does. It's because now having seen all three, having known all three. Yeah. That you can't, um, you're satisfied. Like you can't take it back. You can't go back to how you felt between one and two anymore. You know? Yeah. No, I agree. Like, yeah, I agree. So, um, I feel like Dune is going to win, and I feel as an overall best picture, I think Dune is more entertaining. I think so too. For I, sure. That's what's so weird because, like, I, I feel like Dune is the most entertaining movie here that I've seen. Yeah, right? I, I right in my opinion, like it literally. Was I mean, as far as pure entertainment, it's like Dune, Don't Look Up, and like Nightmare Alley. But I don't want Don't Look Up or Drum, oh, Nightmare Alley. Nightmare Alley, yeah, either, either do I. I haven't even seen, them, but I, I can tell you right now, it's Dune and Nightmare Alley. I'm gonna tell you yeah. Dune all day. It's just so weird because like I feel like I feel like I should be wrong, you know? Yeah. I say Dune, but I I know it was a really good movie. I just mm-hmm. I feel like this is like a majority vote almost. You know, it's such a weird way. Like this is like a weird pick. Yeah. The only other like, one I would actually accept between Dune after Dune and Drive My Car is The Power of the Dog. Because and, yeah, I know you. But, but um, it is like, far the you, most you, adult you, one on here, probably I, that so, and Drive My Car are the most adult ones. So can, can we ask the, the the really hard question here? What's hard? Um, it's not hard. But, um, which is which are the movies? Like I have two in my in my opinion. 
uh-huh. that are going to be overlooked because they're nominated for just about everything, and they're mm. they're just going to be overlooked. Okay, well, you have two. I have two. Um, I'll say I'll one. Name one. Okay, fine. you say one. <laughs> right. No, no, you, you name one. Go ahead. Go ahead. Okay. <laughs> you. You fuck. It's a uh, coda. Okay. Well, mine is Belfast. I hope. So. I hope. <laughs> I, I honestly feel like I really hope so, but I think I, it's gonna I, win something. I don't want I, it to win. I honestly feel like Belfast is that movie where I just I like it, like, like it should come out in the nineties when people gave a it, shit about it, this kind of movie. It really does feel like that. I was gonna say yes. that I was, I was getting to that without saying people don't give a shit about you, but I mean like <laughs> it, it does feel like that. It feels like a movie like I I probably saw this pre nine eleven, you know, like I. It feels like one of those movies. Every time I see it, every time I see a trailer for it, every time I see mm. anything about this movie, it feels like a pre nine eleven movie. I'm like, yeah. oh, this is a different world, a different time. It just, you know, and it's trying to like even the way it's portrayed. And I was just like, I don't know if I want to do that. <laughs> it's so weird. And obviously, what you say from it, so I don't know. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, Whatever. it's it's near like I'm making. I'm basically just like beating a dead horse, making fun of it so much. It's a joke yeah. at this point with Belfast. But my second one, um, and I think it's I think it's it's um, kind of obvious. Um, I think it's licorice pizza. I don't think it's gonna get anything. Oh, mine's West Side Story. Oh man, no, West Side Story's gonna get something. You think? So, I mean, you, but like so sure. something big, something big. No, but it might be the momentum. You know what I'm saying? It might get him to the directing. Okay. Um, I just think it's yeah. I don't know. One of those and, movies. Uh, that... But it's like it's a catnip, man. It's like they're Chicago. It's why they brought. It's like why they keep hiring that guy who directed Chicago for everything just to make him Oscar fair. Like it's like, oh no. It's like it feels like one of those. Yeah. Um that's but. why I feel like um it's not gonna be left out the way you think um or want yeah. to be. I mean, you might like this movie. A lot of people do love this movie. I just um no I'm gonna say right now. I, let me finish the first West Side story and then I'll watch it. I, I I yeah, I feel like you would have gotten more out of it if you hadn't seen any of them. Any of the, the original. <laughs> I mean, I'm in the middle of the first one. Uh, where am I? I'm in the part where actually, so probably I saw, like another forty-five I saw minutes. A, I saw this with a friend of mine. Right, we were both watching, catching up to the all the movies that are nominated. Right, all the big yeah, ones. Yeah. And he and I were waiting for to watch the West Side Story or West Side Story uh, come out on Disney Plus. I think that's when it did. And when it did, we watched it together. And he, when the movie started, he's like. Oh, it takes place in this. I thought it was going to take place in modern day. Why even make the movie if it takes place in the same decade? That's the old movie. <laughs> like wow. in the 30s or That's whatever. That's one way to start the movie right away. I already be yeah, disappointed. I agree with him, though. I'm like, yep, makes no fucking sense to me either. Uh, yeah, I don't know. That's like, uh, I really love this movie. I want to make it. Just update it. That's what it's right. 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 Oh, yeah. I would say uh, In the Heights is way better than West Side Story. And that came out the same year. Oh, it's about the same city, you know, just, you know, and, uh, same production value, I feel, maybe. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. But yeah, modern. Not a white guy saving some girl, um, brown girl. Anyway. Um, okay. So anything else you want to talk about in this thing? Uh, no. No. I mean, I, I missed out on some movies. I, I feel like I could watch for sure two more. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the the one I'm gonna watch for sure. I, I have to force myself. So uh, the worst person in the world. Nice. Um, I'm gonna nice. watch that. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna force myself to watch that. I can probably do Don't Look Up because that seems like the next easiest movie to watch. 
It is easy, yeah. Um, if not, um, I could probably push The Lost Daughter, but probably not. Yeah. Um, it might be one of those movies where I'll be like, man, I should have watched it as, I'm, as the Academy Awards are being played. I will get to see the Academy Awards, sad to say. And that's a Maggie Gyllenhaal movie, too. Oh, really? Maggie Gyllenhaal, I think, wrote or directed I mean, directed it for sure, but I think she might have written it, too. I'm not sure. Okay. Um, yeah. yeah, I'll be at work, though, when it's out. So. That's right. Okay, when the when the when the ceremony is done, um, but uh, when we come back um, in two weeks, roughly, uh, we'll uh, we'll talk about the wins real quick, like a little little mini segment before our reviews. With that said, what are we reviewing? We don't know one hundred percent, but there is a discussion I want to have with you, Rob, right now before we uh, cut cut the show off here, and that is uh, about our next marathon, which I want to start in the next episode. Um, okay. With with the release of the Batman, which I think is the first really good movie of the year for me. Um, for 2022, I mean, uh, yeah. I was thinking about all the Batmans, right? And like, there's really a choose your own adventure kind of world out there for <laughs> Batman. You can watch and enjoy different types of Batman, taking different t- forms and different styles. And and the, you want the gothic one, you want a realistic one, you want uh, you want him with other, you know, with us uh, with this in space. I don't go, you know, fuck whatever you want, right? Uh, campy, non campy, right? Um, I want to do a Batmanathon and make that as a marathon. Batmanathon, Batmanathon, Batmanathon. Anyway, uh, we'll figure out a name. But I was thinking of doing that and like try to at least pick out one from every different type. For example, like Batman and Robin. Batman and Robin would be one of them. But then we won't, we don't, we don't have to do Batman forever, maybe because they both feel very similar, um, or maybe they do. Maybe we'll be we'll both. And I don't know how long this one will be, but you, I want you, Rob, to be my curator, kind of, because I know you've seen more Batman stuff than I have, particularly with the animated stuff. And I want you to pick and curate like two or three Batman animated movies because I heard there's a Ninja one out there, and there's like all this other. Yep. So like, I want to know different ones and and maybe we can find a good one in there and we'll include a nolan one we'll include a burton one you know so like we'll stay away from the shows but you know we'll still put the we'll put one of the Zack snyder ones okay and like <laughs> okay we'll do a, a, a huge retrospective on them and we'll just review them in order though in order of release though, that's something i want is it so the let the last one will be this new the batman well i should give a review of Matt Reeves, the Batman, because I'm sure it'll be out on rental by then. So, like, okay. um, I figured uh, we could movie, end uh, it with that review. What? You trying to do a movie an episode or more than that? One movie an episode. Okay. Unless you want to be, I mean, we could be, we could, we have more fun with it. For example, like if we do Burton, we could do the the, the two that he did in one review. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. We could do that. Uh, I mean, that, no, we talk yeah. more about that. But yeah, that's, yeah, that's right. We could talk more about that. But uh, I want to do a Batman retrospective once and for all. Let's figure it out. What's the best ones? What's the really good one? What's going on here? Uh, what's going on? That's that's what I want. What's going on? I know a lot of them are available on HBO Max right off the bat, so I, I think a huge chunk of our problems are solved there. And then anything else will rent or buy, whatever. Um, I have a pretty good collection of them, too. So. Yeah. As far as what movies are coming out and what to review, I don't know yet. We'll just, I'll, I'll, I'll figure something out. I figure I'll go first. Sometimes you want to, do you have something in mind? Do you want to watch something? Uh, no, want... I have nothing in mind at all. Got it. So I'll pick them then. Don't, yep. don't worry. That works out to me. Cool. All right, then. Uh, until then, guys. Uh, see you all in two weeks. Until then, I am Oscar. Yes, he is. And I'm Ralph. Yep. See you later. <laughs>